eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thinking of buying a house and want a really low interest rate? Owning has a special for home purchases, where owning pays all your closing costs and the rate in APR is an unheard of 1.875% for a 15-year fixed mortgage with 20% down. This is the craziest low rate for a mortgage with no closing costs that owning has ever done. 1.875% rate in APR. Heck, we're almost paying you to live in a new house. Call 8332-OWNING or go to owning.com to see if you qualify for this crazy low 1.875% rate. That's a fixed rate loan at 1.875% with no closing costs. Call 8332-OWNING now because 1.875 could go away at any time. NMLS 2611, licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, subject to credit approval. Offer assumes the use of lender's choice as crew and title services. Call 8338580066 for terms and conditions. That's 8332-OWNING or owning.com. 8332-OWNING or owning.com. I'm John Meacham. Welcome to Fate of Fact, Season 1. This series is about how and why fact became a casualty of war in the United States. Please listen and follow Fate of Fact, a presentation of Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. Available now for free on Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, Evan Jenkins on the other side of the microphone. And Evan, a couple interesting things happened over the past week. And as I like to say, you want to go behind door number one or door number two? I want to go behind door number one. I always think the first option is the best. Door number one, you had probably another twist and turn in one of the most interesting recruitments <laughs> that Michigan State has ever had. Oh, you're talking about a Friday news dump. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> know that that high school players could do Friday news dumps. But oh, they did. Yeah, late in the uh, evening or afternoon on Friday – Amani Bates comes out and says that he is no longer, you know, he wanted to thank 
uh, Tom Izzo and Mike Garland, but he's no longer committed to Michigan State, and he's all his options are open, both college and pro. Interesting statement. If you break the statement down, it's like, okay, well, if you were just going to go pro, you didn't really need to decommit. You could have just held on to your spot until you decided you were going to go pro. There's a lot of different variables to this thing, man. There's a lot of different ways you can look at it. And, and you know, it's for him, I think what happened was he has so many people pulling on him, so many people trying to tell him what to do, where to go. It's probably smart that he took a step back. Was he ever going to go to Michigan State? I think deep down he wants to play college ball. Now, if it's not at Michigan State, I think he does want to play a year at MSU. Um, you know, I don't know what happened to to cause this thing to get to this point. It kind of came out of nowhere where he just decided he didn't want to go. And now you're seeing his name linked to uh to other schools and Yeah, like George Washington. Yeah, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he put that out. You know what it seemed like to me is let's pray and hope that COVID's winding down. And it seemed like a kid that wanted to get wined and dined. Yeah, and a lot of kids do. And I, I don't mean, blame them for it. You had the article at M Live saying, "Hey, is Michigan a player for this?" And I'll be honest with you. To me, and, I, and I've seen this a lot, man. Whether it's high school or college, sometimes players peak early. Sometimes they're really good, but then their class catches up to them. Calvin Torbert. Calvin Torbert. Great Prime example. example. Great example. Calvin Torbert, for people who don't remember, he was LeBron James before LeBron James. He, he was the number one player in the nation. He was Imani Bates. Yeah, he was that guy. He got to MSU. Water found its level. Good he was, player. He he ended up becoming a defensive specialist. That came off the bench his but, senior year, I believe. But he never amounted to what we thought. If there was one and done, I mean, he could have gone one and done. I mean, he was that. Yeah, he was that heralded at the time. Uh, I just think of guys who Josh, Cliff Alexander is another Cliff prime Alex- example. Oh my God! You know what? We're going to talk about Cliff Alexander in a minute because that's actually uh, very apt for this conversation. But yeah, uh, Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson. I saw him his freshman year in high school. Here, kid was phenomenal. I'm like, okay, this guy's going to take over and, and be the man. And he, you know, goes through everything. Mom, tell me if this sounds familiar. Mom decides that, well, my son needs his own attention and his own team. So let me up and start a high school team out in (laughs) Napa Valley just for my son to play, to showcase my son. Um, Mom was overly involved in his recruiting so much so uh, me and his mother Got into it on Twitter, and I, finally I was just like, lady, <laughs> I don't know you, and I don't really care where your son goes because there was a game that the State played at the uh, at the then Palace, and Josh was there, and I was just talking to Josh and, you know, said, hey, you know, told him who I was. I'm like, you know, I had on a rival shirt, and, um, you know, what, what are you planning on doing? And he was like, honestly, I'm only down to two teams, and it was Michigan State. And I, I forgot the other thing. Let's Arizona, Michigan State and Arizona. He was like, I really don't care about Kansas, but yeah, I'm only really either Michigan State or Arizona. So I go ahead and print that and 
And I guess Kansas fans saw it and tagged me in. So I wake up Saturday morning, and I got like 200 mentions. (laughs) That's always fun. What the hell happened? And she's leading the brigade. And how dare you say he doesn't want to go to Kansas? And mom got angry at me. You ambushed my son. I didn't ambush your son. Your son said all of this stuff. I'm like, I have it recorded. I'll put it out there for the world to see if you want. You want to play this game. Okay. It was no ambush. He was free to walk away. He talked to me. Okay. He saw my shirt start introduce himself to me and start telling me stuff. Well, and knowing you, you're not the ambush type. Hey, here's, here's what people fail to realize. I don't give a damn where kids go to school. No. As I said, my degrees hang on the wall. They're not changing because some kid decommitted. Well, I don't sit there and be like, oh, my God, I don't want to live. No, that's not me. And your job for those recruiting sites is to write about these kids that people care about. Man, she she got, I was just like, lady, I don't know you. And I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't care where you or your kid go to school. She ends up, you know, taking the bag to go to Kansas. Goes to Kansas. Gets drafted in the NBA, and let's be honest, he washed out. He washed out of Phoenix. The Phoenix couldn't get rid of him fast enough. It's crazy because he was he played so well in that NCAA tournament. He's on his second chance with Detroit. He's taking he's he's doing the best with this, and and, and it looks like he's going to stick in the league. Yeah. Before a while, Evan, I thought he was a guy that just you know what he was living off his name. I think he's starting to realize you got to put in the hard work now. Well, that I think a lot of those Phoenix draft picks went into purgatory too. I mean, Bender well, was awful there. No. Marquise Chris was awful there. Yeah, but talking to some people down in Phoenix, it, it was a lot of uh, self sabotage on his part. Oh, okay. So it, it wasn't. Oh, he's on a bad team. No, it was a lot of things that he did. I okay, mean, I, I don't know if you remember the case where he took off and ran from the cops down there because he tried to enter into a party. Yeah, so not a wise idea. But that ain't allegedly. That actually happened. That's on record. So it's I, just I don't have to cover that up. When you when you're a player like Amani Bates and your father starts a team to quote unquote showcase their son, mm-hmm. if your kid is the number one recruit in the entire nation, and it's no doubt, right? We've been hearing about him on the cover of Sports Illustrated since he was, what, a 14-year-old kid? Mm -hmm. A child. That is a child, right? And if he's that good, you go to Oak Hill, you go to any of these academies, you go to IMG, you play at your high school where you grew up, you're going to be spotlighted. Like, you don't need this special AAU traveling team. I get it. You're going to play better competition. Mm -hmm. But you also play better competition in the summer when you are playing AAU. Right. And it's just, it, it reminds me of Marcus Taylor so much. Another guy peaked early. And, well, and I'm just saying with his family controlling and putting him in situations. Dude, and ex- dude, exactly. I mean, the same is with, with Bates. I mean, <laughs> it's funny because. You hear more quotes from his father than you do him. In my opinion, I get it. The parents go through a lot with these kids, driving them to practices, so on and so forth. I get it that they're in it with them to a certain extent. But that extent ends when that kid steps on the floor. You're not part of it. It's all them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and then the same. I mean, he's no different than uh, 
I mean, no different than Apple's, uh, Josh Jackson's mother. I mean, he or, was, he was uh, you know, we, we got into it. Think about Malik McDowell and all the stuff he had to go through <sighs> in Crow. order yeah. to get to Michigan State. I've only been to one commitment in my life, and I've been doing this for 15 years, but the one was Malik McDowell. Oh, you were there? Then? I yeah. had to South go Field, Jim. to see what he was going to do because I was like, there's no way a kid's mother would say he's not going to college on a full ride to the college of his choice. And it happened. It she did. was not there. He had that blank piece of paper in right. front of him. Dad was there. And his he dad... looked so sad. And I'm like, this is against everything. Should have been the happiest day of his life at that time. Yes. Everybody else was sitting there with their hats on and smiling. And, yeah, I because re- I was recording, videotaping. I'm like, that piece of paper is blank. You, you, I think you're the one that told me because I wasn't that close. And I'm just sitting there and I felt so bad for a kid that had everything in front of him and just couldn't take it. And it's not like it was poison. Evan, let me tell you something. It, it, it's a thin line, and, and very few parents really know how to handle when their kid is good. There are some that get it and understand, okay, I need to be tough, but I need to be fair. I need to be objective. I need to let my – I can guide my son or daughter, but I can't tell them what to do. The worst ones are the ones who try to live their life through their kid because those are the kids that flame out. Those are the kids that end up hating the sport because dad pushed me or mom pushed me so far that I hated it. Because it became a chore instead of a passion. And that's where it fails. And my whole thing is sit in the back seat. If you really want to live through your kid, then sit in the back seat and let them get there. Right? It happens Guess a lot. Guess what? They'll probably get you a house. They'll probably get you a car. And you'll live life very nicely. Well, here's the thing that happened with Bates. Bates um, Bates got his own high school team. We all know the uh, the interaction he had with Jaden Akins. We don't know the exact details, but Akins gets kicked off the team, which I thought was a big mistake. At, at this point, you two are kids. You're friends. Work this out. Well, and work, I, no, no, sir, work it out. That's what I'm saying, and I also blame Amani's father is the coach, right? And in that situation, coach, you have two yeah. roles, right? Father and coach. But when you're the coach, that's your role. You're not dad anymore, right? right? It's the same as when we talked to Pierre Brooks a couple weeks ago, right? And his dad was kicking him out the gym, right? <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna happen in at, at, at that academy. But yeah, you're right. Brooks' dad was like, "I don't like your attitude. You can get out the gym." And that's that's where I see a, a parental guidance, knowing what's best for their kid. And sometimes coddling your kid isn't the best because when you're not there anymore, they're not coddled. Dude, it ain't coddling your kid. I remember many times I got into fights with my best friend, and yeah, both our parents were like, "Yeah, you two are going to be calling each other," and that you know, so whatever, work it out. Yeah, figure it out, and let's move on. You're done fighting now, and and that's what should have happened. Instead, Akins is off the team. They had to scramble. They got him out to Sunrise Academy out in Iowa or Kansas so he can continue playing. Just wild. Uh, wild. They ended up coming in second in the in the nation. So he, you know, it was, he was the backup point guard to the to the guy going to Tennessee, uh, uh, Kennedy Chandler or Chandler Kennedy, one of those names. 
Love people with two first names. Or well, two I, last names, if you think about it. <laughs> well, no, it's, I, I'll, I'll always know him because his name, his first and last name, is, are the names of my two nieces. Oh, okay. So, right. So, so I'm like, it's either Chandler Kennedy or Kennedy Chandler. But And, and you know what? And good for Akins to know that he's going to play a backup role because he's not a backup player in high school, let's be honest. Right. He, he might not even be a backup player in college. Right. And to sit there, you see that a kid has his head on right, right? Right. So and it's just it's heartbreaking. It is. So, you know, Bates comes out, says he's not going. Now, the, the problem that happened, and I don't know I don't know if something came out, but Evan, if you watched any of his games, everybody caught up to him. He wasn't this generational type of player. And then people are like, oh, well, you're just sour grapes because he's not going to stay. I was like, guys, I've been saying this for the longest that he, you know, when I saw him in that game against Chet Holmgren, the kid going to Gonzaga, Gonzaga, I was like, okay, that's a guy. And and I don't think that Chet Holmgren is generational either. I just think he's the best player in his class. Yeah. Generational is LeBron. It was LeBron. Kevin Durant. Kobe. Kevin Durant wasn't generational. When he well, the came only out. reason I say it is because he's a six foot eleven guy that can play like a guard. Correct. He, but he was really he was a great player. Generational is the can't miss guy. There's there's been Kevin Durant's before that missed. Like oh, I thought this guy was going to be a lot better. Like um, Jonathan Bender. Yeah, perfect. And, example. Right, and he wasn't. I'm talking like LeBron James. Where you see him and you're like, this yeah. guy is going to be. I was talking about it just yesterday. Think about it. He's 38, 37. He's my age. He didn't get hurt until this year. Right. And to be that big of a guy, to be as explosive as he is, and to not have any knee problems, leg problems, anything, until he's this old, yeah. you're you're right. You, you're not going to see players so, like yeah, that. Yeah, generational players come once, maybe every 10, 15 years. He got a lot of hype. He was on Sports Illustrated. He got a lot of stuff, but time caught up to him. And 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 it was like, as you said, the Cliff Alexanders of the world. It was those guys that you thought, oh, my God, this guy is just going to be the difference maker. And he was. Marcus Taylor was another one that, oh, he was getting, getting compared to Magic Johnson. Oh, yeah. He's going to lead his high school team. He's going to lead Michigan State to a title. He's going to do a whole lot of stuff. And he didn't because eventually everybody else caught up to him. And if you watch Bates Academy games, people caught up to him. You know, he. he well, they're gunning for him, too. He was, you know, he, you know, it's a, I think he, he, I think he'll be a good player. I don't think he's a generational type of player that people are saying that, you know, Honestly, I thought if he went to college, he was probably going to have to spend two years in college. And if he still goes to college, I think he's going to have to spend two years in college. He could leave early if he wants. Oh, yeah. And he'll get drafted strictly off potential, but I think a second year will help him out tremendously. watching his games and just seeing all the hype surrounding him, I expected him to take it to the rack way more than he does, and he's more of a jump shooter. He's a three-point shooter, jump shooter. And that's what I saw when he went up against Chet Holmgren. Chet was like, I eat right here at the rim. I don't shoot jumpers. Man, like, usually when you see kids dominate in high school, it's because they're straight taking you to the rack, time in, time out, and getting fouled, going to the free throw line, getting 20 points there. Right. And I I just was thrown off a little bit by that because that makes me think a kid is a little timid. 
Because when you're that much bigger, that much more athletic than everybody out there, you take yeah, advantage of it. I mean, it. it's not timid. I think it's more of a... A Steph Curry watching yeah, the NBA. Yeah, I mean, Steph has changed the NBA, and you want to be that big man. You want to be that, you know, that stretch four. And at an occasion, it, it's like I'll, it's the thing I always say, how every rapper wants to be a baller and every baller oh, yeah. wants to be a rapper. Like, no one's ever happy at what they're good at. Whatever happened with J. Cole trying out for the Pistons? Come on, Pistons. Yeah, I saw that earlier this year. You know what? We may need him at point guard to finish out this season <laughs> to solidify that number one pick. It is kind of great to see what they're doing. Yeah, I, I, good for them, dude. J Cole, if you're listening, yeah, come on down. We'll get you in the game. You could run. You you ten day, dude. You know what? Why you bring Drake with you? We 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 can. We can yeah, you this. saw his jump shots in Kentucky. Oh, okay. that will get him the first pick. Okay, okay. are you listening <laughs> to me? <laughs> yes. Bring Drake with you. Oh, you DJ two can. Khaled, I right. mean, bring them all. Right. Yeah. Another one. <laughs> Another one. Tiny circles. Yes. <laughs> we, we want all of you playing for the Pistons right now. And that's Cade Cunningham, right? right? Heck, if you want, you can dig up the corpse of Prince. <laughs> Let's get this thing going. <laughs> and Charlie Murphy. Right. Let's get, get this thing going. Right. Oh, we don't need to see them win another game. Oh, but, I mean, doesn't Amani have to say soon if he's reclassifying? Uh, yeah, I think he does. Um, yeah, you, you got to do it sometime this summer. I mean, it's got to happen if he's going to play ball this year. Right, it's going to And if he doesn't play college ball this year, that pretty much solidifies he's going pro, right? If he Whether doesn't play college ball, then he could go into this new high school league where they pay. Yeah, and, 150 grand or right. something. So here's the thing. And, and this is my own opinion. Everybody has their own. But if you're good, you take the year in college. You get showcased. And then you go to the league. And maybe you win a national title. Now, Zion, to me, was, you know, he's the perfect example. Oh, if yeah. Zion went straight to the G League, not many people know who Zion is. Not not like his his stardom with Duke. Right. It's, it's Blowing out a shoe and all of that stuff. He's on TV every day, every game. Oh, yeah. Because Duke is there. Look at Duke, 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 Duke. Whereas... You know, if, if you don't, you're in the G League, but nobody watches the G League. I mean, it's the fact that we know who Jalen Suggs is, but we don't know who Jalen Green is. Right. Well, we I don't, mean, we know of him, but we don't see him. Jonathan Kaminga. Oh, he's a name that people say he's good. He's in the G League. You've never seen Jonathan And they played, Kaminga, what, right? 15 games this year or something? Right. Whereas Jalen Suggs catapulted himself. Oh, yeah. So it, it, it's one of those that, yeah, like. Like, he was very good, and then he goes and hits a half-court shot, and he became great. Yeah. Davion Mitchell from Baylor. Yeah. You know who he is. And it's like, okay, that's what I'm looking for. But instead, if you go the G League route, you'll get money up front, but I don't think it's going to help you. I don't think it's going to really help you and maximizing your, your money. Like, Zion came out, and, and everybody wanted him. Don't you think Zion's a different kid, though? He seems, like, super humble and not one that will go and watch his highlights. It's He's kind of a weird kid. So, Will Birchfield, that writes for 971theticket.com, him and I, we started watching his highlights in, like, his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. We would look against the competition that he was playing against, and it was, like, a weird prep school that he went to. Yep. 
They weren't exactly playing. They were playing what I call the Macomb County Five. <laughs> I mean, there's the famous clip of where that little kid who is probably 5'5", five, five, walks up to him, clapping in his face, all of this, and Zion's just having a good time with it. Yeah. And so we wondered, is he really going to translate to D1 because of the competition? Because he's not playing game in against other dudes that are 6'5", 220 pounds, right? Right. And he went to Duke, and he's proved he was everything that was worth the hype. Zion may be the closest that you have to that generational talent. Like, he's a guy that's just, I mean, for those who've been around a lot longer, he's Larry Johnson. He's Carl Carl Malone. He's Larry Johnson. He's that force that he's he's an athletic big man with a body that will just – you don't get in his way. No, and he's going to put his head down and go straight to the rim. Right. And he and, knows exactly what he is. Because, like I said, he, to me, he reminds me of Larry Johnson, Grandmama, but did I, those Converse commercials that he oh, was. Oh, phenomenal. He 92, was the, 93, he 91. He was the best player. Oh I th- came from UNLV, and then he hurt his back, and he was never the same. No, but but you know what? He still maintained in the NBA wearing his jock strap and tucking his jersey into it and hitting threes for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. He was still that guy going, you know, yeah, with the his LJ. LJ. Yeah. And, I mean, he was one of my favorites growing up. It was the Converse reacts. It was the grandma. It was doing what he did at UNLV. Which at the time, what, I'm not even 10 years old, but I know exactly who he is. Right. But I think Zion is is somebody that Amani Bates could look at and say, hey, am I as good as him? Probably n- not, because Zion was phenomenal. And why not follow that exact path? But see, but see I think <sighs> one year at college can turn. Yeah, but Evan, here's the thing. I think what you're going to find out is. It may be better for him to go the other route because if you go one year at college, you may get exposed and you may not become that type of player that you think that you are. You may not become that, 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 oh, he's a lottery pick to, oh, he's just as, just an okay player. I mean, last year at this time, Josh Christopher, you know, was going to go to Michigan. Uh-huh. You know, they were talking like he was going to be one of the top three picks. Go look at his box scores at Arizona State. And, yeah, he's probably late first round now. I mean, you, you look at guys. And That's a kid that he's either all in or all out. He's going 20 or he's going two. Right. I mean, you look at Isaiah Stewart playing for the Pistons. He was, first he was, round pick. He was, was supposed was... to be a top three pick. Instead, he goes off to Washington and, okay, well, he's not as good. Or even Vernon Carey. And I was about to say Vernon Carey goes in the second round. And then, uh, and remember, Vernon. Car- if you looked at the mock drafts, Vernon Carey was the number one or number two pick of the draft. Oh yeah, he goes to Duke. He gets exposed. He plays all right. You see that? You know what? He's not everything that we thought he was going to be. Yeah. So he's an undersized big in reality. This is one of those that yeah, maybe it may be best for for him to just keep the curiosity there. Mm-hmm. Play the role of, okay, well, we really don't have that much tape because once you get tape, once you get kind of figured out, they, and, I, and I think for him, if you're that good, you go to any college, you play one year with this whole NIL, name, image, and likeness thing, you can make your money, people will know who the hell you are, and then you can really capitalize. 
Or you could just take the money now and and, and do what you have to do. Well, I have no idea what they're going to do. I, I simply, for for the state fans, I, like, I wouldn't be upset about it. As I said before, sometimes you win by losing. Sometimes you win by missing out on a player. Sometimes not every player is meant for you because I think that it was going to be a headache. I think it was going to be one of those, yeah, that I don't think that dad would have been able to sit back and if his son wasn't the leading scorer every night and shooting every shot, that it was just going to be one of those things where Izzo was just going to probably regret Oh, my God, what did I do? Did well, I sign a deal with the devil? After a game, you should be reading quotes from Tom Izzo and from the players, not the father. Right. And I have a feeling that, and I'm not blaming the media because you take that opportunity for a good story every single time, but they're going to be going to him for quotes after games. Right. And and you just don't want to see it. And, you know, I hope Amani Bates is everything that they promote. I mean, it would be an amazing story, right, being right in our backyard, having this kid – grow up and I and I think it would be phenomenal. I just hope he makes all the right decisions. And I don't blame him for decommitting. Like I said, go take all these right. trips. Do, go do get you, treated like a do, superstar. Do what you gotta do. Go play where you gotta play. But, yeah. but people are like, oh my God, and you missed like, Well also it's twenty twenty one. We've talked about it on the five star zone plenty of times. College sports are never going to be the same. No. So a kid that you're just clamping on to, this is my guy, so on and so forth Four months from now, he might not be here. Well, remember, too, I mean, his commitment kind of was that same Friday news dump, except for it was, I think, I don't know, a Wednesday or And it Thursday. was even more odd. It was like ESPN, because this was right at the start of COVID. I won't forget it. ESPN flashes Amani Bates with a big announcement. And I'm like, what? Like, there was no pre-promotion they, at all. They with, didn't know. They didn't know it was what was going down in East Lansing. Within a half hour, he comes on, boom, puts on a Michigan State. Hey, app. by the way, yeah, uh, I'm going to Michigan State, and I'm starting up a new high school just for me. And I personally felt they used Michigan State they did. in order to. Nobody was going to watch that. Oh, I'm going to a new high school called Bates Who cares? Academy, right? Nobody cares. Oh, but if I commit to Michigan State, ESPN will come. And you're the bottom line on Dude, Fox, ESPN, Evan, I'll, story. I'll always remember because I was uh, out at some park in, I think, West Bloomfield or whatnot or and and I or, and was getting interviewed for the job here. I was in the middle of an interview. Nice. I was with Debbie and Jimmy, and my phone is blowing up. <laughs> you're like, not now. Right. I'm like, seriously, <laughs> guy, I don't know who this is, but it's blowing up. Up, I got. I had to like do the whole keep keep eye contact with you, but shut the ringer off uh, to make it like, God. just like who is bothering me right now? <laughs> who telemarketer? And then I look, they're like, "Did you know Armani Bates was committing?" I'm like, had no clue, no yeah, clue whatsoever. Did. And and that's why it was kind of sketchy to start. Nobody really believed it. I mean, who was it? Brendan Quinn put out that story for the Athletic not too long ago, and was basically like. He'll never play at Michigan State, and people are up in arms. And right. somebody's sitting there with a the smirk on his face today. Right. It's like, oh, well, now, you know, now he said the M Live, he could go to Michigan. Juwan could get him. I get it. Guys. I get it. You're selling clicks. I get it. If if, if you get him, great. And also, if you believe that you're going to get him. Yeah. Uh, well, I, he already extended I, an offer. I'll, I'll put it like this I don't know if the juice will be worth the squeeze. Well, and I also hate to say it, but I'm pretty sure. After George Washington offered, every school in the nation is going to offer him. Right. So, just saying. <laughs> I mean, right? 
I would just be careful. That's all. Like Pepperdine's going to come calling, and they're going to say, have you seen our campus? No, no, no. Seriously, come look at our campus. And he might be like, sure, I'll come look. Uh, How many visits do you get now? Five? As many as you want. Really? I mean, the ones that they'll pay for? Yeah. Uh, I'm quite sure Bates Academy made enough money that he could travel the country. That's just, yeah. Yeah, you're, so, you're probably Bates right. Bates Academy made enough money. He can go wherever he wants. He can go to the moon. University well, of Moon Rocks. They are flying stuff on Mars now. Right. Let's see, Dave Chappelle. Mars. <laughs> M-A-R-S. Mars. <laughs> oh, he's going to be teaming up with Elon Musk. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that's just an ongoing saga. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how that thing ends. But uh, I told state fans who all been, I'm like, be happy. It's it's done. You're out of the mix. Well, I just love the people. Ah, Michigan fans. <laughs> and like uh, Hunter Dickinson tweeting, you hate to see it. And I'm like. Know. You hate to see his little T-Rex arms, but you know. Yeah, I mean. You, Hunter. You hated to see your performance in the tournament. but uh, Hunter, um, when they don't get you the ball at the end of the game, you hate to see that. It's just, I mean, I, I mean, kind of love the trash talk. I love the trash talk, but it's like, dude. You you on. also lost to them this year. You know that, right? Right. Uh, they don't. They don't. It's it's and it, which leads into door number two. It's the Michigan arrogance. They don't. Evan, th- it's ingrained. I used to think that Mike was like, nah, he's right. It's ingrained. Yeah. And I know Jansen swears up and down. No, it's not. You take a class. Michigan arrogance and orientation. <laughs> I'm sure we're better than you. And you know what? And maybe Jansen, maybe it wasn't like that in the 90s. Or maybe it was, but they could back it up. Right. When Jansen right, played. Right. If you could back it up, it ain't, you know, you ain't talking arrogance. trash. You know what it is? It's fact. Hey, right. we won. It's fact. And so maybe that's why it's different for him. Because he did the ultimate at Michigan. He right. did what every Michigan fan thinks that their team's going to do every single year, and he won a national title. Right. He has no, a little you're ring right. to show it. You know what? You're absolutely right. And maybe that's what it is because now it's like. But they're not that anymore. Like, Hunter, Hunter seriously, this is what you, you're going to be. There was another guy who was supposed to be a lottery pick. Hunter Dickinson will be there for four years at Michigan. He will He will be there, Luca Garza. He will be the all-time leading scorer, or one of, good college player. He has no home in the NBA. If unless he develops a killer jumper, okay. But that, but that's it. I mean, his position doesn't exist anymore unless you are DeAndre Jordan or um 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 who's my man with the afro that used to be on the Nets. Oh man, I can't think. But if you're not a defensive presence that right. can really block shots, right? Jared Allen, that's yeah. his name. And um, then you don't really have a role. You know what I mean? Isaiah Stewart has a role. Because he can play defense, he can create a little bit on offense, and believe it or not, he can shoot the three. Hunter has one way he goes, and I got figured out. And yeah, but so yeah, I, I just but it's that it's the Michigan arrogance. It's yeah. So I think you're right though, because they must send you a memo. Because how long has uh, Coach Osborne been at the yeah, University Ryan of Michigan? Ryan Osborne, the defensive assistant. So he's, he's the assistant true at he's, Michigan. He's, he's the assistant to the assistant. He's the assistant to the assistant. Yeah, yeah. And he comes out. You know, with the whole thing, because Michigan State didn't get anybody drafted, and they all won again. You hate to see that. It's like, dude, really? Also, isn't that good for the Big Ten? Like, if you're in the Big Ten, don't you want to see these streaks continue because you're playing against the best 
no. competition? No, because if you're in Michigan, you take all the little victories you can. You cannot win on the field, so you take every small But that's victory. not a victory because then you're admitting that you just lost to a team that had uh, zero see, I, I don't talent. think he thought that one through. Okay, he, he's he, once again, he's the assistant to the assistant. If he was smart, he would just be an assistant. I thought I saw it. The reason I saw it is because Jalen Reed quote tweeted it and just said bet. Right. Right. And so the bulletin board material is already there. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, why why would you do it if you're this new unless it's ingrained to you? Right. Yeah. It's taught to you. It's Michigan yeah. State. That school means nothing to you. Nothing. Yeah. They're dirt. You just got there. And I. I saw it, and so when I woke up the next morning, I was like, I want to see if this is still there. I oh, bet still he took there. it down. I'm pulling it up right now. Still there. And Crazy to me. Yeah. It's like, like oh, why? Yeah. Why? I, I get it. Let your players talk, right? Let Jim Harbaugh talk. I don't have a problem with the head coach talking. Dude. I don't have a problem with the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator talking. You, you look bad. It's just silly. Because your team had eight. Draft picks. And before people say, well, some of them opted out. Five of those eight draft picks played against Michigan State. Did you nail that over under on your show, by the way, at six and a half? Mm. And Mike was like, there's no way Michigan's getting. And you're like, eh, think about it. And then Chris Evans gets drafted. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Rico's huh? going to kill this. Huh? And a long snapper. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing, dude. dude I, I, I know. Sometimes I know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, they laughed at me. Ambry Thomas. Ambry, where, where is he going to Who Canada? He, third, fourth round? Third round pick to the yeah. 49ers. Well, that kid had a lot of talent. He did. Fast. Now, if Ambry Thomas plays, then maybe uh, Ricky White doesn't have the game that he plays because he just picked on the Green Brothers like, you guys suck. You can't guard me. But just, I mean, to have a coach come out there after you were a 25-point favorite and you lose at home, and yeah, the score wasn't indicative of the game. No, they you Michigan were, scored late. <clears throat> you were never in control. MSU basically said you can eat the clock and score this last touchdown. Yeah, and that's fine. But you're gonna eat all the clock and give us the ball back, and we'll take a knee. And fine, we'll just take this victory. Take Paul, hop on the bus, and go home. Which, but how do you sit here and and? But once again, when you don't win on the field, you take victory laps for anything that you could take a victory lap for. I don't even know if it's a victory lap. If anything, to them, it's it's more, it should be more insulting oh, to you that you had all that talent and didn't do anything with the, it. What, the last five years, they've had the fourth most NFL talent. And that's behind, like, what, Clemson, Alabama, no, Ohio yes, State? No, no. <clears throat> no, Clemson is behind them. Oh, my goodness. Okay, only Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia are okay, ahead of them. There it is. But you're talking about teams that have – been there consistently. No, no, I'm sorry. No, it's it's Clemson. No, it's Ohio State, Alabama, Ohio State, and LSU. There, okay. And LSU definitely had a down year this year. <clears throat> LSU won a title. Yeah. Alabama's won titles. Ohio State's been, been right the, there. They've been there. You haven't been to Indianapolis. I mean, poor Quiddy Pay is going to be walking around that golf town saying, where is this place? Is it, What is this? Is this heaven? What? How do you pronounce that stadium? Lukai, Lucas. Oh, it's named after the Star Wars guy. No, no, no. What what, what happens there? Oh, that's where they play the Big Ten Championship. Wait, game. there's Everybody. windows. Why is the sun coming in Wait, here? 
You mean there's a, a 13th game in the Big Ten? Yes. For certain teams mm. who figure it out, they get to go to Indianapolis. It's just weird. It's so... It's the dumbest thing. It's like little kids picking on, like, for, like, you got a booger hanging out your nose. I I, I don't understand like stuff that doesn't why. matter. This is, why would you, I guess it's like, dude, you thought they would have learned from Mike Hart. And what D'Antonio took that one Mike Hart statement, and basically that became the thing. Well, And he ends up winning, what, I think eight out of, well, I think eight out of 13 games or nine out of 13 games against Michigan, like all because of that one comment. Yeah, he the fire was already burning, right. and then Mike Hart was like, hey, I got this big thing of gasoline. Let me throw right. it on. So, yeah, he wants like, to go and piss gasoline on the fire, and there it is. Well, that's the same thing with Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker doesn't need extra motivation, right. and you just gave it to him. All those I- incoming transfers, all 20 of them that are probably going to be here, don't need any more motivation, but guess what you just gave them? Right. More motivation. Like, why would you do this? But it's small victories. When you don't win on the field, you take your recruiting victories, you take all of that stuff because you're not beating teams. You won two games last year. Oh, but it was COVID. Yeah, well, everybody had COVID. Yeah, everybody had COVID. And remember, your coach said that uh, we can beat COVID. As a matter of fact, we're good enough. We'll give a seminar to any team who wants to find out how to beat COVID because we have no COVID cases on our team. And guess what? At the end of the day, the teams that are always there, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, guess where they were? Yeah. You know what 2020 taught me in this COVID era? Uh, if you were good, you were good. Well, I mean, because it think just, about it, there was no surprise winner in, in every any sport. sport. Yeah, <clears throat> the Lakers won, the Dodgers won. I mean, what, Alabama man. wins. Yeah, it's just, I mean, what? Uh, who ba- won the, Baylor, Baylor won. They were ba- number two. Baylor and pre-season. Gonzaga were one two the entire year. Yeah, and they were supposed to play, and then they were canceled. Right. So of COVID. They, those are the two best teams. They made it there. Like everybody made it. There yeah. was no. Oh, my God, the Tigers won the World Series. Exactly. Well, I guess Tampa Bay was probably the closest that you could get, and guess what? They didn't win the World Series. That was the closest, you know, because Tampa was in the World Series. Right. And not many people expected them, but baseball was, what, a third of what the season was, a quarter of what the season was. So that wasn't real, but the winner ended up being what the the winner should have been. Right. Exactly. So So that's the closest. Or maybe the heat within the bubble. Maybe. Right. But once again, the Lakers won. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. It's it's, like I said, when you don't win on the field, you take this. For Brian Osborne, you're an idiot. But congratulations, you're now famous for being an idiot. You're not famous for anything else. You're just famous for being stupid. You no, know, maybe he wanted to be known. We would have never known who he is until he did something. Yeah, like some that. coach that came from Mississippi State, and now he's here. So, congratulations. You've indoctrinated yourself. You are now a new chapter. We'll see what happens, but <clears throat> just when you thought the little brother thing had played out, hello, you step in and do this. And at least Mike Hart, when he did it, he had reason to do it. He won. He won. He was 4-0 and against the Spartans. And, yeah, you talk trash. Now, you go it sucked after he left, but while he was there, he did. Ev- he backed it up. Yeah. And now this but he guy, didn't do it until after. This Matt Patricia clone comes in. and Have you seen it? He looks like Matt Patricia. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's got the nice beard. Yeah, he looks exactly like he's Matt Patricia's love child. And, yeah, it's like, dude, that was – I thought it was stupid. 
Okay. We'll see. You talk trash after you got beat? Well, I wasn't here. Then don't say anything. That's what I'm saying. You wait until that. Listen, you beat him next year. Right. And you have Paul coming home. Tweet all you want, man. Right. Tweet all you want. You can't say anything. Right. If Harbaugh takes a picture of Paul Bunyan on the bus coming home, bringing Paul back. Right. To the victor goes the spoils. You're celebrating your team at that point. Yes. It's not, oh, we took it from you, you bunch of losers. But, yeah, that... We'll see. I mean, yeah, as a Michigan State fan, I love to see it. In one you week. Hate, he said you tweeted. You hate to see it. Yeah. That's what I love to see that. In one week, you had two hate to see it tweets coming out of the University of Michigan. The arrogance will never die, my friend. No. Never die. Never change. Uh, what you got for me, Evan? Well, it's actually a very selfish, selfish question, okay? Um, I tweeted this to you the other day where I, I finally figured out that Mel Tucker is like a perfect role model for me. Okay, so think about it. He wakes up every morning excited about his job. That's something we all wish that we could do, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime I've ever heard him talk, I feel like he's happy, he's pretty happy-go-lucky, except after a loss, I understand that. And then I see that he's a big golfer, and I'm like, oh, man. And then I see that he's wearing these Air Jordan 4s that like only Bubba Watson had on the golf course, right? You need to arrange some. Can you arrange something there? We go golfing with Mel Tucker. <laughs> I don't golf. Well, you can you can ride with Mike, I, right? I, I and don't smoke golf. cigars or something. And we can talk football. You, know, you can go up to all the press but conferences and that stuff. That guy man. is like the perfect role model for a 30-something-year-old man, I think. And he's always got the clean-shaven head, which I don't. Got an, he's just he seems like the perfect you know, role model. A, Do you agree with that? He's a perfect role model for a thirty year old man. Yeah. You're saying, oh, okay, everybody say you know, like it is no, 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 for a thirty. Oh. For me to look up to somebody, the fact did that you, okay, did you a little off the subject? Did you see the photo he tweeted out when he was at Jacksonville? Or so good. Was with the hair. Oh yeah, I was like, whoa, so Mel. But Dude. I look at him and I'm like, I. Evan. I want to be a guy that's super Evan. excited about life like Go that. Go introduce yourself I'm to gonna. him. I'm good. I have to. That's all. I, I Dude, I went up. It was at the Purdue game. The game the state ended up losing. At the, I just saw him. I was like, dude, <clears throat> look, you've met a ton of people. You have no idea who I am. I just want to introduce myself. And he was like, have a seat. And we keep like, seriously, like, yeah, sit down. Let's just talk. Yeah. So. He just seems. I, I look at him. I, I compare him a lot to Brad Holmes, actually. The, the excited about your job, enthusiastic, always having a good attitude when talking. Because guess what? If the leader has a good attitude, you think that everybody right. else will too. And I and I really do, it does, man. I, please, I was watching on the Big Ten Network. They did a thing on Michigan State, and they showed the young D'Antonio when he cared. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, he was fired up. He, it was nothing like the end of where he was just like, nah. Oh, time to make the donuts. Yeah, exactly, and and that's what I like to see. And I, I bet a lot of coaches are like that, but not a lot of coaches talk with being upbeat at all times because you know that that transcends. And I think he genuinely loves where he's at. I think he he's does. loving it. He does. He does. They, now they got to win because you start losing, and that's look at D'Antonio. It then sucks the life out of you. It does. And you just kind of sit there. But I also feel that he's the kind of guy that will embrace change. I think so as well. Well, D'Antonio embraced change, if you think about it. Yeah, he just shuffled him around. Ironically enough, it was after the first time they got beat by Alabama, he says, I need better players. Oh, you're talking about in the Outback Bowl. Yes. I need better players. 
And they go out, and the next thing you know, they're winning two Big Ten titles. They make it to the college football playoffs. He gets beat by Alabama again in 2015, and that crushed his soul. He yeah. was done. He he never recovered from that beating. No, he didn't. Yeah, he honestly it's, didn't. It's, it's how we always talk about how Harbaugh changed after that Ohio State game, and he never recovered. Yep. D'Antonio never recovered from that shutout. That 31 nothing shutout, he was never the same. They had the little blip. 2017, where they were like 10-3. Ten ten and three. Three. But other than that, man, they just... But even that season, they lost the games that they needed to win. So Yeah, it, it was not there. That that was, that was turned out to be the exception of his final four years. So, All right, for Evan Jenkins, Rico Beard, thanks for listening to the Five Star Zone. We'll be back next week. Thinking of buying a house and want a really low interest rate? Owning has a special for home purchases, where owning pays all your closing costs and the rate in APR is an unheard of 1.875% for a 15-year fixed mortgage with 20% down. This is the craziest low rate for a mortgage with no closing costs that owning has ever done. 1.875% rate in APR. Heck, we're almost paying you to live in a new house. Call 8332-OWNING or go to owning.com to see if you qualify for this crazy low 1.875% rate. That's a fixed rate loan at 1.875% with no closing costs. Call 8332-OWNING now because 1.875 could go away at any time. NMLS 2611, licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, subject to credit approval. Offer assumes the use of lender's choice escrow and title services. Call 833-858-80066 for terms and conditions. That's 8332-OWNING or owning.com. 8332-OWNING or owning.com. I'm John Meacham. Welcome to Fate of Fact, Season 1. This series is about how and why fact became a casualty of war in the United States. Please listen and follow Fate of Fact, a presentation of Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. Available now for free on Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.